mean, I'm getting you know pretty regular calls from other clubs from across Europe, uh, from Mexico, who want to come to Detroit. You know, this game day experience, while I feel like we're in a very much in a niche in our local market, you know, we've developed this international reputation. And it's amazing that, like, St. Pauli, this beloved club that's over 100 years old uh, in Germany, you know, their leadership comes up to us after a match saying, we haven't experienced a crowd like that in forever. You know, the the Mexican squad, Nacoxa, like, their kit man after the match was like, I wish our fans were half as passionate as your fans. Uh, so that means a lot for us in terms of pride, but it's also – it's opening up more and more opportunities for this club. And, and truth be told, we're leveraging, I think, that Detroit brand, right? That, like, Detroit is a global brand. And so the idea that we're coupling the world's sport with the coolness of Detroit, you know, is really um, allowing us to bring over teams that we have no real right from a soccer on the field perspective playing. Now, as for next season, uh, we may see some uh, more international friendlies. But what about your league schedule? That's going to depend probably on whether you're able to turn pro, which is something you've been working on. Yeah, you know, the unfortunate side of the season ending, one is there's no more soccer. Uh, the other one means it's like another off season where it's all kinds of kind of crazy speculation. Uh, frankly, U.S. soccer is a mess at the moment beyond just missing the World Cup. The whole professional structure of American soccer is uh, tied up in court cases, and uh, it really has, uh, in some ways, hampered our growth. Uh, you know, and the rest of the world soccer structure, and where where teams can naturally grow uh, from one level to another um, based on their performance. Uh, here in the U.S., it really is a franchise model, and it all comes down to you know you being able to write a bigger check, and also you know based on the ownership structure. Right now, we're just a group of guys in Detroit that have created a team that's outperforming pretty much any other team in America outside MLS. And so we're working with other clubs similar to us to uh, you know, find opportunities to keep growing uh, so that we can play on a longer season, play on a professional level, and uh, really meet the demand of our fans who want to see us play more games in a longer season. Now, off the field, you've done some things uh, with a new center, a new soccer facility uh, in Detroit. Tell me more about that. Yeah, you know, um, with all the craziness in American soccer, I think we decided to pivot. Let's focus on the things we can control. Uh, and so uh, coming out of last season, uh, we took over the old City Sports uh, hockey facility off East Lafayette and Mount Elliott, so right there by Elmwood Cemetery. And uh, it had been setting dormant for the last five years. Back in the 90s, it was a Red Wings practice facility, but, um, you know, really hockey kind of trailed off. And so we've uh, taken over the facility. Um, it, we've converted it into an indoor athletic complex with, uh, you know, for soccer, lacrosse, uh, ultimate frisbee, you name it. Um, and uh, that'll be opening October 1st, maybe a little sooner, but uh, build-out's going right now around the clock. It'll feature a bar, restaurant, um, you know, perfect for any of the soccer fans out there who want to watch the global game or support DCFC. Uh, and then the interesting thing, it had like way too many locker rooms. And so we started renting those out to other athletically minded uh, businesses. So there'll be a spin studio in there. Um, other um, youth uh, athletic entities are going to be renting space there, but really a hub for active people in the city. 